talking. I don't want us to go away having missed what God wants to do. I do feel he wants to, to embrace every one of us with his almighty love and, and cause us to flow in such a oneness. You know, it's when they were in one accord, when they were in one accord that the Spirit of God came with a sound of a mighty rushing wind. A lot of folk want the mighty rushing wind, but they don't want the, to live right with one another. They want to have the mighty rushing wind, but they don't want to, uh, you know, give way one to another and humble themselves one to another. They want things in their hearts, one against another. But I want to tell you this, if you have anything in your heart against anybody in this gathering, you want to get it, get rid of it right now. Turn it over to God and let God sweep out that heart of yours and fill you with his spirit. This is real, you know, folks. If you want to touch God and you want God to touch you, I'm here to tell you tonight that God is no farther away from you than breathing. Paul says, if aptly we feel after him, he's nigh unto every one of us. You haven't got to shout to bring him down. You haven't got to strive to bring him up. Is there just waiting to move upon you as you move in with God listen I want to tell you this folks it's a two-way business God's done his part he's laid the foundations he's built this glorious uh, building uh, and, he, and he's, he's called you and I but you know you and I have to yield to him yield to the Spirit of God tonight folks and that God have his way in you. It's a two-way operation. You might say, well, I can't feel anything. Listen, it's not by feelings. You relax uh, and flow out towards God and tell him you love him. Tell the one next to you you love them. That's a good start, isn't it, Henry? To tell the one next to him you love him. That's a good start. A lot of folk are wanting to tell some sort of airy fairy God up in the sky something. But you tell somebody else and you'll be well on the way to finding that love. It'll come right back to you, the love of God. I think it would be grand right now in this meeting. I don't know whether you've ever done it in this church. I don't care whether you've ever done it or not. Praise the Lord. We're here to obey God, aren't we? You know, when we were in America, they used to say, now then, brothers and sisters, we're going to um, uh, go around we're going to greet one another. But don't get mixed up there, ladies with ladies, brothers with brothers and all this, you know. But I tell you this, there's no fear in God and in his love. And I think it would be grand in this meeting if we started off by loving one another, don't you? Let's get out of our seats. We've not seen one another for a long time, some of us. Let's get around for a few minutes. Put your arms around somebody. Tell them in the name of Jesus that you love them. Just greet one another and let that Holy Ghost love just flow from one to another. And in doing that, we'll, we'll fulfill that last commandment that Jesus left. And by this, all men in Wales and everywhere else, they'll know that you're his disciples. So come on, let's sing that good old song, Heavenly Sunshine. Henry first used to sing this years ago on the market, and, and, and folk on there used to get delivered. Well, we're not in, on a market tonight, are we? We're in a, a Baptist church of all places. My, uh, but bless the Lord, this Baptist church will never be the same again. Praise God. And none of us will be the same again. Uh, I hope there are, are there any Baptist folk here tonight? Can I have a look at you? Are there any? Praise the Lord. One or two mixed up. Praise God. That's what we like. Well, bless the Lord. If you've never been loved before in the name of Jesus, you're going to be loved right now. Let's sing it, Heavenly Sunshine. And then we'll come down and show you how to go on if you don't know how. Heavenly Sunshine.
I want to impress upon you, brothers and sisters, that you will never be the same again. God is moving by His Spirit in a wonderful way, and it's changing many women's lives. What's the good having a meeting if nothing never happens? There's plenty of those about. I mean, if I'd been in business, never made any profit, I should be bankrupt. I'll tell you what, if I didn't get results in gospel meetings, I wouldn't be in it. Because I do get results, they get delivered. And it's the love way, the Holy Ghost way. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? So expect great things, ask God to fill you new, and he'll do it, and you'll be beside yourself. You will not know yourself. I've had ministers and all kinds of men come to me and say, Henry, something's happened to me. I've been delivered. Something's happened. I've been in the gospel for years, but I've got something new. I've got a new vision. Now, that's what God wants to do. Raise up men filled with the glory of God. Amen. Not in the denomination. That denomination labels don't come into it. That's in order. No, no labels don't come in. God will fill the whosoever. Isn't it wonderful? Praise the Lord. Expect great things, believe for great things, and receive it. God's in business today. Isn't it wonderful? I've got my nephew here who's going to speak now. He got wonderfully saved, and then he got tied up into a religion, a bondage. And he was fettered down in a faith mission for years. He used to pull me to pieces for all he was worth. But the Holy Spirit's put him right. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's put him right. David, God bless you. He goes about taking meetings everywhere. God bless you, David. Praise the Lord. Well, Royce just said that he was a Holy Ghost. Uh, what is it? Holy Ghost, Holy Roman Methodist. Yeah. Well, I was uh, the same in the exclusive brethren. But uh, Jesus has wonderfully filled me with such joy and such blessing. And he, he's transformed my life and just changed me roundabout you know i was so filled with religion and so uh, much tradition and so many things in my life you know everything had to be so cut and dried and that was me but i thank god that for the day that the glory came my way and just so transformed me and so blessed me and and so thrilled me you know that's the secret folks that this way it thrills you it thrills you I can remember going to the, my first glory meeting and going home on my bike and singing as I went home on, on, on my bike in that city built full square. That was the choruses they were singing at that time. And I went home on my bike and had to get my younger brother who was in the brethren the same as me. We'd never sung choruses in the brethren because it wasn't the open brethren, it was the exclusive brethren. And we never even had a piano. We never had anything. And we never sang choruses. And I remember getting my younger brother out of bed and singing in this chorus to him he must have thought had gone mad but it is so blessed me it is so thrilled me as a young lad of 16 that at last I could find a place where everybody loved Jesus and everybody was so thrilled and so happy and so glad and and, and they didn't just stop at the when the clock ticked to the hour they didn't just say when it got to uh, seven o'clock or whatever time it was we stopped you know they were so thrilled with Jesus and, and they went down Jalan's row and they were speaking in tongues and all kinds of things were going on I thought well these are crazy people but I do like it I really enjoyed it I was only a young lad 
and I'll tell you, I'd, I've been so bound up in, in my life and, and in a home where there wasn't a lot of love. But I, I really do love my parents, but there wasn't a lot of love there. You know what I mean? It was very formal and, and very much a tradition. And I'll tell you how much tradition there was. When we had our grace at, at the table for our ordinary meals, my father rambled off a quick grace, the grace of our, and so forth. But when somebody, a special brethren was there, it would be a much longer grace. You can, you can tell the tradition that, that was there and that was what I was brought up in but I'm so thankful that one day I met my uncle and, and I'd never been to see my uncle very often he lived in the same town but I'd never been to see him very often at all and I went there one day and I said uncle will you pray that God will fill me with the Holy Ghost I didn't know much about it but I knew my dad was dead against it and I thought well, well I'm going to have a go at this and see what it's like and there was Henry praying for me and, and God really anointed me that night and several other things took place and lots of other things took place not several other things but lots of other things took place but I want to tell you this that once you've had a taste of the reality of the moving of the Holy Ghost I don't care where you go and I don't care what you do and I don't care how much you try and speak against it you can never get rid of that vision and that joy and that blessing that, uh, that God has put on your soul you can't get rid of it and you know, I went into another mission. I was told that Henry's way was wrong and it was more of a way of the cattle shed religion. And, uh, and uh, yes, that's what I was told, a cattle shed religion. And, and that we had to pray a long time and we had to fast uh, for, for three, three days a month we were supposed to uh, fast, three continuous days and one day every week. No, twice every week we were supposed to, something like that anyway. And we were supposed to pray for hours and hours and hours and have all nights of prayer. And it all sounded very wonderful to a young lad of 16, it sounded a marvelous thing that I was going to, to live entirely trusting God and I was going into a mission, I was going to give up my job as an electrician and I was going to give everything up and I was going to go and live by faith and I was really going to trust God. I didn't live by faith at all, it was others who did the living by faith and, uh, and I just got when the money came in and had my food and that was it. You know, but that's the vision that was put before me and I was brought into this mission and it was such a, such a job. It was such a hard grind, such a difficult way to get to heaven. And it was like walking across one of the tops of these pews here. You know, you can just imagine it. You was keeping on a tightrope. Uh, and, and then this is how it was. One minute it was on top, the next minute it was down. The next minute it was on top, the next minute it was in favor with the pastor. And the next minute the pastor said he'd done something wrong to grieve the spirit. I remember going out in a van one day and the gearbox went wrong. And we couldn't get the, the van into to first gear. And, and the pastor turned to me and he said we should have stopped at home and had a time of prayer. And you can understand what atmosphere I was brought up into. And I know this, folks, that there are many, many other people who may not have been in the same mission, through the same circumstances that I've been through. But I know this, that all over England and all over Wales, that there are men and women who are bound by tradition, by a religious tradition, that they must do certain things at certain times. But I want to tell you this, that it was a wonderful day when the glory came my way. And it can be a wonderful day when the glory comes your way. And it can so revolutionize your life and so transform your life that it's a thrill to read the Bible. It's a thrill to worship God. It's a thrill to get on the joyride with Jesus. It's not a long-faced, morbid, hard job. It's not working your passage to heaven. But I want to tell you this, that you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. It's wonderful and it's marvelous and it's always oh, glorious. 
I tell you, it doesn't, as Roy sings, it does set your feet a dancing. And it is your day. And it is my day. You know, there was a time when I was looking for revival to come. Oh, Lord, I used to read Branham and I used to read about Oral Roberts and I used to read about T.L. Osborne. Oh, if only I could be a T.L. Osborne. If only I could be a Branham. If only I could be a Billy Graham. If only I could be a Henry. But I thank God today that I'm a David. Praise the Lord. And that it's my day. It's Henry's day. It's Roy's day. It's your day. The most important thing, folks, is to realize that it's your day. That it's my day. And that if I just let myself go to the Spirit of God, men and women's life can be influenced through my life. Because God is looking for men and women who will be channels of blessing. Channels that he can just pour his Spirit through. Folks, I tell you, something that Henry told me just when I was coming out of the mission, and I've never forgotten it, and I don't think I ever shall forget it, and it's this. I used to be a minister of condemnation. I used to preach condemnation. I used to try and put everybody right. If people didn't belong and exactly agree with what I agreed with, I'd pass them on the other side of the road. These are facts. These are not, not uh, just saying it. This is what used to happen. I didn't like to, to speak to other people of other denominations. Other Christians, I thought they were down here. Yes, we were going to Mount Zion, but they were only get a little cabin in the corner somewhere. That was, that was what I was taught. But old folks, I tell you, Henry spoke to me one day and what he said to me, it, it let, gave a lasting imprint on my soul. It was this, we are ministers of reconciliation. Ministers of reconciliation. And oh, I, when Henry spoke to me, I could feel it. Reconciling the world to Jesus reconciling men and women, reconciling everybody, loving everybody, being kind to everybody, encouraging everybody, exhorting everybody, blessing everybody. Can't you feel it? Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but the world through me might have life. And he says, as my Father has sent me, so send I you. He didn't come to condemn the world. He doesn't expect us to condemn the world. He has sent us to bless the world. He has sent us to bless our brothers and sisters. He has sent us to encourage our brothers and sisters, to lift them up and encourage people on life's journey. Folks, I tell you, when something so wonderful and so glorious, and it's on the Bible pattern, we are ministers of reconciliation, reconciling the world to Jesus, ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ, lifting up a standard. But I want to tell you this, folks, once it was a hard way. Once I said I spoke the truth, but you know the Bible says speaking the truth in love. Speaking the truth in love. Oh, it's so gentle, it's so tender, it's so kind. And I tell you this, folks, I found in this glory way a fellowship I have never found anywhere else. I can go all over England today and I can meet glory folks. I can go up to them, I can put my arms around them and hug them. Something I'd never done in my life. Something that was absolutely taboo before. You'd never think of doing it. You just used to limply shake hands with folks like a fish. You know, you like getting hold of a fish. Oh dear, it was, but oh this way, it's so exhilarating, it's so wonderful, it's so glorious that you've got a fellowship of brothers and sisters and you can go and you can hug them and you can love them and you can, and we're on the same way together. We're on the joyride with Jesus. So folks, this week, let's just get on the joyride with Jesus. I'll tell you something else, we brought an amplifier from Newark and Henry's told me that there's no, we can have as many open airs as we want, 
there's, there's nothing against us in this area having open airs. And so, folks, if you want open airs, see Roy or me, and we'll arrange something. We'll have a good do and praise the Lord together. So, folks, you can have what you like this way. So just enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself, and enjoy Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, bless you, David. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful change, everybody. What a
We thank you, Lord, for visiting us in a very special way. Lord, we pray in the interval you'll go with each one of us. Keep us in the spirit, Lord Jesus. Continue to move by your spirit each one of our hearts and lives. 
And Lord, we pray that you bring us together again tomorrow. And Lord, we pray while you're blessing us, we pray for every church and chapel that you'll move by the Holy Spirit for a mighty Holy Ghost revival. Bless the line ministers and preachers and teachers and evangelists everywhere. Move by thy Spirit. Oh God, you said if we delighted ourselves in thee, you'll give a desire of our hearts. Well, our desire, Father, is to see a mighty Holy Ghost revival. So God, answer our prayer, honor our faith, and we'll be careful to give you all the praise and glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. It's my day, it's your day, it's our day.